0: Welcome to Coaching Domination Show, where I, Ankit Ahuja, your host, brings you the insider knowledge and behind the scenes of the top coaches, trainers and consultants across the globe. I publish interviews of them so that I can show exactly what they are doing to succeed. I also share straight to the point tips that gets you uh, new clients, structure, helps you structure your business sell your services, build your audience, connect and communicate with them and more. Now today is definitely a great, great day because this is my first interview on this show and I have got my first mentor with me. I remember my first ever training, my first ever training when I was in Africa and that was with this gentleman and the the training which I attended completely transformed me and it definitely laid the path, the stone to what I am today. I'm extremely honored to introduce him today on my show. So, ladies and gentlemen, today on this show, we have Mr. Antesh Kumar Sinha. Uh, I'll just give a brief introduction about him before I bring him on board. He is an alumni from XLRI Jamshedpur. He is from the field of organization development and HR. He helps organizations create a productive work culture. He is the founder of Scanum HR Solutions and Services, which provides performance management system PMS trainings, different various training programs, HR systems and processes, executive search profiling, and master coaching. For over 30 years, Antesh sir has conducted training sessions for various reputed organizations in India, in UK, Belgium, Spain, UA, USA, Canada, Malaysia, Kenya, Tanzania, Congo, Mozambique, Zambia, Ghana, Nigeria, Utopia, and many, many more places. He is an approved facilitator for the British Council Tanzania, and he is a licensed trainer for uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, for Mayor's Big Type Indicators, in short, we call it MPTI for managerial grid Blake and mountains model for emotional intelligence his signature programs are TA which is transactional analysis effective interpersonal relationships uh, effective oral presentation skills Uh, i remember i attended this training and i won an award also (laughs) Uh, creative problem solving situation leaderships a team building, qualitative customer service, performance management system, PMS and the training which I mentioned, which transformed me as a salesman and then as a sales trainer, the essential selling skills. He is also certified master coach from BCI UK and uh, he has appeared on several TV shows and on news articles. Now the list goes on and on and on. And I just can't stop talking, but I have to stop now and I will let the guest speak uh, on his own. So, Antesh sir, welcome, welcome to the show. I'm completely honored to have you on this show. How are you, sir?
1: Thank you very much for a very motivating introduction that you gave me. Uh, I'm absolutely fine, like anybody else, going through the COVID, uh, you know, outburst outburst. but I am fine, we are
0: fine thank you, thank you so much so I I hope in the introduction I have not missed out anything but uh, as I said in this uh, podcast, in the Coaching Domination podcast, I do mention about the journey which trainers takes and this podcast is for those people who want to start their journey into training, in consulting, in coaching and want to see how other successful people do it, so I want you to share your Uh, Professional journey, your story as to from where you started, how did you become a trainer, and what uh, was your journey? So that, and now you are here. So, what's about that? If you can share some thoughts on that.
1: Can I, I mean, it would be a good idea if I tell you about my childhood a little bit, because uh, I strongly believe your upbringing plays a very important role in your life further on. I was born in a family of uh, six plus two kids, including me, and I was the youngest. But it, and, and we hailed from Bihar, very traditional, normative society. But then I had a totally different atmosphere at home. Mother loved me, uh, cared for me, gave me the freedom. And dad never asked me any question what are you doing? He was only very clear about it that I have to do well in studies which I did, so this kind of freedom, maybe perhaps they were also, in the, in the lighter way, tired of taking care of 7 kids it eight, eight was perhaps, would have been too much for them, so they gave me the freedom <laughs> So I, I developed as primarily a non uh, person uh, You understand normative, non-normative right? like If you can throw some light on that I, I, I am traditional, but I don't follow traditions Yeah, I am traditional, but I'm not, I don't follow tradition unless I feel it is necessary to to be followed. So that makes me more traditional. He has gone through in my life. And I've been very unorthodox, out of box thinker, creative, and very spontaneous. I have never feared what I had to say. I would say that whenever I feel like, be it my students like you, be it my teachers and professor, be it my bosses, be it anybody, even my current students, If I speak to them, I tell them I genuinely believe and I'm also open to changing. So these are some of the things that I picked up in my childhood. If you have any specific questions, I would love to answer them. Do you have any?
0: Yes, sure.
1: Or you want so, me to straight away I'll start giving you from,
0: from where do I start? So, 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 tell your journey as to how, what motivated you to become a trainer.
1: See, I... I, I till, until graduation, my, my interest was in cricket. I played for my uh, All-India Inter-University Tournament for three years or four years. I don't remember now. But then, And then I would play table tennis, I would uh, play badminton. Studies I had to do because I had no other choice. What do you want to do? So I said, I will sit for management uh, examination. I was lucky, got through XLRA and finished uh, uh, after two years of full time course. I always felt that uh, you know, when in this world, first you have to be very genuine. You don't speak anything that you don't mean. It's a very shallow way of surviving in this society yes we have to be humble we have to be polite in our disagreements but we have to be genuine if you're not genuine you could be a brilliant student also uh, you will not go far I, I i definitely believe that so with that kind of background i came to the industry and maybe if it's okay with you i can give you a couple of examples which will Please. give you throw more light on me as a person uh so for example when i was uh, you know playing cricket I was I, I was never a cricket player and when I was uh, um, I wanted to play cricket I went to my college team and I was told that you have never touched a bat you can't play I said uh, come with me. they said uh, one of my friend was also a uh, vice captain of the team very good friend he says I will teach you and I uh, we would have uh, Durga Puja, and the cricket used to be played played only from October onwards till February, March. That year, itself, I played for my college, I played for my district, and I played for my university team. That's one aspect of me. Thereafter, if you, if I, uh, I'm just trying to, uh, you know, recall from my memory. I remember I was working for a company, in 82, 83 I worked. And there, uh, till then, that time I was not a trainer at all. Okay. And there, there was a huge strike. The entire, entire management team, they said that uh, this strike is going to be long-term strike. When I was very young, I said, "No, this is going to be very short-term, exactly nine or ten days." They said, "You must be crazy." I said, "I give you my reason, and then perhaps you can take a decision." decision. And then they said, fine, you sounding logical, but we'll have to talk to the chairman. So I was a young guy. I'm talking about 1981, 82. I went with them to chairman's office, his house. And then he asked all the senior people what did they feel. And they all believed it's going to be long term. And then he asked me, yes, young man, you tell me, what do you think? And why do you, what do you think about this strike?" I said, it's not going to stay beyond nine or 10 days. I was gutsy, foolhardy, stupid perhaps. Mm -hmm. He heard my logic. He said, I think what you're saying logically makes sense. But through our experience, I think it's not going to be over so soon. But I'm prepared to put my bet on you. Sir, trust me. I think nine or ten days on the outer side. And my reasons were also there. I'm not getting into those reasons because I'll be taking a lot of your time into this. And the strike got over in seven days, and on the eighth day, the chairman visited all the way from uh, electric mansion, where his uh, head office was there, to meet me, and he gave me an envelope, which was a promotion letter. I don't think, wow. if Amazing. I had, didn't have the conviction, I would have gone ahead with my suggestion. Let's take another example. And those were the days, you know, union management was the only possible work that was important as far as HR is concerned and I never liked that but I didn't do anything about it. Uh, one fine day uh, a young man walked into my office. I used to work for Boringa all and he said he conducts the training program. He spoke to me. I found him. He was making sense. Mm-hmm. I took him to the managing director. He's a German guy and uh, he said go ahead and do it. Good idea. So we did that program, That I was told to sit through all the programs. I sat through the programs and I realized that it makes a lot of sense. But anyway, I still didn't do. one fine day, that young man, I still remember his name, Datta walked into my house in the evening after the programs got over and his assignment was finished. And he says he needs my help. I said, so what help do you need? He said, I need your help because uh, there is a meeting I have with the MD of uh, a pressure cooker company, very branded company, and he's already committed to a training program to be conducted in one of the leading paint companies. I'm not mentioning those names for obvious reasons. And I said, uh, You must be out of your mind. I've never done a training program. He says, No, but you a program. He said, Are you sure? He said, Yes, I'm sure he so gave me the inputs then and then he sat through uh, from five o'clock in the evening till about two o'clock in the morning. he gave me all the inputs, said that he's sending one lady to support me tomorrow morning I mean, it is already morning to help me just in case I get in, I fumble or you know don't uh, don't uh, you're unable to conduct the program effectively. Next morning I was doing a training program. And it was so successful that the Asian Paints gave seven batches more. Wow! And another thing was also that they insisted I should be doing the program. That's something, you know, how does it come? You, you don't, you're not born with these things. Wanting to do, faith, genuineness, openness, willingness to learn, and this was possible. And imagine. I have done trainings, as you rightly said, in the US. I have done it in England. I have done it in Canada. I have done it in seven countries in Africa. I have done it in Manila. I have done it in Dubai. I have done it in India, of course. Uh, what was that? So these this kind of boosted me. realized that I can do anything and uh, perhaps I will be successful. Uh, and I was successful in most of them. There has been failures also, a couple of times, uh, like I I failed when I was made the Master of Ceremony, when I was working for Glaxo. Mm -hmm. I messed it up so badly and imagine it was a huge, huge inauguration of the uh, Gujarat Manufacturing Unit. So failures are always a part of life. If you fail, it teaches you to get better, better prepared. You know, don't take anything for granted.
0: any any questions till now uh so before i move, where would you want me to move from here yeah so before i move on i'll just pause the recording now okay so i've resumed the recording there was the technical glitch we resolved Mm -hmm. and now the bandwidth issue is solved so it'll be okay so thank you for sharing uh, your thoughts you know i didn't want to interrupt you in between because you were in your flow of your thought so i let it be continued and i let it continued and so we're starting Uh, the questions again. So my next question to you, you know, you mentioned how you got your first training assignment. And while you mentioned it looked looked so easy for you, uh, I see that, you know, a lot of people are actually struggling in their training stage. Like I see myself also six years back, you remember, you know, I came to you saying that I want to become a trainer, what should I do? And that was my struggling stage. A lot of people are into that struggling stage. And I, I, I know for for a fact that even you passed through that struggling stage both in your professional and personal uh, fronts. So would you like to share some some uh, thoughts on that? Because you know what, the reason I'm asking you to share is because I see that in some of the movies they, sh- so, uh, they show that there's a man who wants to to become big, who dreams of becoming big and then they just show that okay, two years after and now he's rich and successful. But they don't Normally, show what happens in between, but that's the struggle many people actually live. So, I wanted to share some of your struggles and how did you overcome that, and uh, show the viewers that you know struggles is a part of life. If you had any,
1: uh, two things I would like to respond to. One is struggle. Anybody who hasn't struggled, struggled, he would not go, he won't grow. When I say he, it includes she also. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, ladies must forgive me for doing saying that. Uh, both genders included uh, struggle is forms the basis foundation of our growth so struggle has to be there as far as they some of the guys wanting to become a trainer I am I'm not all that young and I definitely want to hang my boots in a few years from now I'm, I'm order I'm sincerely looking for two or three good people who genuinely want to be a good facilitator Uh, I don't call them training. I don't call them trainer. I think we facilitate the process. So therefore learning is maximum when you facilitate. So if somebody wants to become a facilitator, they can get in touch with you. But I will meet them, talk to them, understand their passion, and then only I will do something for them. I am looking for four or five persons who would like to be genuinely doing something for people through the process of, facilitation in training programs or otherwise right yeah so uh, what was your question sorry i
0: missed go ahead yeah so uh, while you mention this i'll come to my question while you mention this can you also mention uh, what kind of uh, trainings what kind of facilitation you do so that people know about that i i know i just touched that in the, in the introduction part what what are the things uh, facilitation which you are in i am
1: licensed for Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Many, many modules I've done it. I've done it in England. I've done it in USA. I've done it in Canada. I've done it in Africa. I've done it in India. Many, many batches I've done that. And, and Out-of-the-world module. Number two is I'm licensed for MBTI, as you rightly said. Um, very, very effective module. Then I'm also licensed for Mutant and Leaks module, Managerial Grid. I've done many batches of that also. I have not done it in India when I have come back, since my return to Africa after 15 years, in 2012. I am also, I have developed Transaction Analysis. I don't know how popular it is now in India, but trust me, if I have to choose one program, I will choose Transaction Analysis because it helps you understand why you are what you are today, because it has got all bearing with your early childhood. So, in that training program, we give tests, we help them understand themselves related to their early childhood experience. Uh, Because I've been doing it for over about 20 years, I now look at the uh, tests of the, which is freely available anywhere, and I do analysis, second generation, third generation, I can actually tell you what you were like, and then relate it to what you are today, and then you yourself identify how and where you need to work on so that you become more productive in your life and another comment that i would like to make is that i don't want to become big i want to become i was very fortunate that uh, people held my hand taught to me coached me be it cricket be it tennis be it badminton or be it management studies and i'm what i am today because of them unfortunately i can't i can't pay them back my coach Sudhir Das is no more, my professors the, most of them are no more, You know, my some of my friends are all retired and uh, leading a retired life. So, so I want to pay it forward, I can't pay them, turn back and pay them. Wow. So that's what I, I genuinely believe that I need to do that. Uh, that is something that I, I believe in, becoming big now. Uh, if that, whatever I do, it makes if it, if a byproduct of that is me becoming big, then that's that's definitely is not a problem. But I don't do anything to become big. I do things to become more qualitative. I, in fact, seven habits. If you attend, you have not attended my seven habits.
0: I have not yet.
1: You have not. If you attend seven habits of highly effective people licensed in by Stephen Covey in South Africa. There, you know, uh, uh, you have to write a mission statement. And 99% of the students present there, they just go through the motions. I mean, I was sitting there and writing my um, mission statement. And it's a lovely place there, where they conduct the program. You know, but in in a jungle, uh, the river was flowing and the trainer started playing a guitar, softly. Without aiming to make us listen, and we was thinking, the 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 sound of water flowing, soft guitar, cool breeze, you know, it was wonderful. I still couldn't write my mission statement. I struggled. Do I write mission statement? One for my family, one for my friends, one for my relatives, one for society. I said no. I am not going to write that. So I went up to Grant who was, was the facilitator, director of the program. He says, Antesh, you are showing interest in writing your mission statement. How many, how many days you take? I said, I'll take about three to five days. Can I send, you, send it back to you from Dar es Salaam, Tanzania, where I was living? And I did write my mission statement. I shared it with him. And he said, thank you very much. And you know what my mission statement is? Please to, to facilitate, help and value to people's life. Now This includes you as a student. This includes my two sons, my wife, my family members. This includes my other friends. This is, uh, This includes my clients, the world at large. If a, a guy comes also and talks to me, it includes him also. That reminds me of a very interesting thing that happened to me. I was doing a program on TA. Can I share that with you? Please, please, sir. I was doing this program. It, it was for media people of a very leading newspaper in in, uh, in 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 Bombay and they were all young in the age group of uh, 20 to 27 and we do a uh, uh, you know Joe Harry window exercise mm-hmm. and this guy he was sitting I, I remembered him then i remember him now if uh, it was a u shaped table he was sitting right in front of me towards my left corner and he didn't say much, a couple of times I went to him, asked him a couple of questions also. He didn't show much interest, but he was never defocused, he was listening. And he called me after about 15-20 days, and said, Sarah, I hope you remember me. I remembered the face, I didn't remember the name, and it was a telephone those days, no mobile. So I said, yes, tell me. He said, my name is so-and-so. If you remember, I was sitting at this particular place in the program there you did it, Lonawala. I said, yes, I do remember. Tell me how can I help you? He said, when can I come and meet you? I said, when can you come? I said, uh, tomorrow, Saturday evening. Is it okay? I said, come over. And he came and he had brought a huge bouquet of flowers mm-hmm. and a very big packet of sweets.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: he walked in and he, he, he wanted to touch my feet. I said, no, please hug me. Give me a hug. I gave him a hug and he sat there. And he says, Thank you very much for changing my life. I said, What did I do? He said, You have changed my life. I used to take drugs. Oh. I used to take drugs. I used to be in my trance. But in the day in the on the day one of the program, I I had taken. But para the reason I was quite day two. I didn't take it. Because I felt, what <clears> am <throat> I doing with my life? Whatever you said, it has changed my life. I have Practiced it for 15 days, and I promise you, I will not do it ever. My God, I got paid hugely the same moment. You? you know, so these are some of the things that happens when you are achieving such big results. Who the hell bothers about what kind of money are you making? Not that I have not made money. You know, I have possible all possible luxuries of a mediocre middle class, but uh,
0: you know what I mean. So, absolutely absolutely you know just amazing what you shared such a deep thoughts what you said and I see uh, you know now so many people are uh, propping up online and so many there's a concept of fake gurus which have come now where people are just copying other people and just mimicking them and trying to you know get their name out because there are some people who are tech savvy and they know marketing really well they know Facebook ads and everything. they are just trying to push themselves out and they come out as to be fake where you know they even say that okay my i'm on a mission to help other people and everything but when i see people like you and you know i have worked closely with you i have seen you and i'm so much inspired by by you whereas you, know, you are that kind of person who just is a lot of inwards which automatically comes out as outwards like you mentioned about this program which you did, where you write down, you wrote down your mission statement of helping other people. And you know, I am that one person who I can definitely say who got inspired by you when I attended your training programs. That time I was a salesperson; I was not having any ambition to become a trainer or a coach. But that somewhere, you know, gave the seat to me, and now I have picked up that journey. And you definitely helped me out. And I see a lot of people who. Look for immediate success like this now nowadays, because uh, it's we call it as an age of uh, uh, attention. Like everybody needs your attention because of the age of going digital. Either you know your mobile is keeping you busy, or your laptop or computer is keeping you busy, or internet is keeping you busy, or TV is keeping you busy. The times have changed, and so many things have started coming up. The uh, the technology is giving keeping, keeping people busy, so people want short everything in short time. Be it uh, the food through online, be it the knowledge, be it news, be it anything, everything is available on a uh, on a how should I say like on fingertips. But success still it's not available like that. So people are in that mindset of going for short success. Whereas when I see you, you have made it uh, from the time when you started and, and now and in that journey you have seen hardships you have seen success you have seen failures but you were on the right path and thanks for mentioning the stories because that you know definitely inspires me a lot and i'm sure a lot of viewers will also get inspired from that uh, what would you like to share for somebody who's walking on this path like uh, will people who for the people who want to succeed will they see hardships will they see failures any inspiration? Any thoughts for them, people who have just started walking on this journey and they want to become big? Mm-hmm. Any, uh, any thoughts for them? By big, you mean successful? Successful. Whatever mm-hmm. success they define.
1: Big, big has Energy. got a very physical appearance, you know. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. my mind, when you say yes, successful, yes. See, I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, I want to take you back a little bit. When that yes. guy came with a bouquet of flowers and a sweet, and he said, "You stop taking drug." I got paid then and there. You know what I told him? I said, son, I have done that. I had done that for 25 people sitting in the batch. It has had maximum impact on you, perhaps. I don't know about other people, Uh, maximum impact on you. But then you want to give me credit for that? No, you should take credit. You were the one who did it. Similarly, I remember I. He was doing. We did that in Lusaka program with Zambia, and uh, I gave you a feedback about your stand of, you yeah. know, how do you stand in front of camera and all. Until date, I have observed you even when you came to um, learn about the training. I saw you. You have dealt with it. Yes. So, full points to you. Yes, I meant it. I said it from my head using my heart, but then you did it. So. People who change, they take, you know, I, we have not talked about coaching. When we, come to, when we come to coaching, we'll talk about that. Also, coming back to your question, see, anybody who wants to do this, he should do this, he or she, should do this because they want to do this. Don't do this because this gives more money. You can pay more for it. There is always a huge amount of money. Waiting for you if you create an excellence in whatever you do in your life, huge amount of money, and there's always a vacancy at the top in the organization. So, when I was told by my boss in Africa, Now you've done this, you know, all about HR, why don't you take over the company and manage a CEO? I said, No, I will not. This is the first guy who's saying no to this position? I said, As group head, I'm managing seven separate different product companies which is under your company, Group, why would I leave that? I'm learning a lot. And in any case, my dream is to start my own organization someday. So therefore, he said, I understand your point. I'm, I'm even now currently, I'm engaged with him for two companies in Tanzania. So struggle will be a part of it. But the credit always goes to the person who has decided to take that step and has followed it very you know, religiously consistently without compromising on quality and not concentrating on quantity. Amazing,
0: amazing. Hmm. Thank you. So what what is your tip for somebody who is walking on this journey? Uh, as you said, uh, you know money is a byproduct of what you do. Uh, yeah, it's a so byproduct. What should they focus on right now? See, money comes.
1: You could money will come. But some people who go for easy money and quick money, they definitely do do it at the cost of quality. Uh, To my mind, people who want to make a career in this kind of a field, they need to be very good at listening, no selective listening, uh, empathic listening, uh, choice of words, asking questions using inquiry rather than advocacy, responding through the person the solutions that comes out with. I genuinely believe that all of, all of us, we have answers within us. I concentrate on triggering that ability in people rather than telling them what they should do, what they shouldn't do. And trust me, in this process, success is definitely very high. But more than that, I learn a lot. I learn a lot.
0: I'm, yeah. I'm I'm smiling because I remember that time when we uh, used to interact in Lusaka, Zambia, and, mm. and where when I used to come uh, asking a question to you, you used to you know in return ask a question back to me. And yeah. now when I know coaching, you know I've been coaching for the last three years, and now when I know how coaching works, I know how that works. But when I was like just starting up and very amateurish, I, I remember that time when you used to deal in this kind of conversation.
1: Yeah, uh, I yeah, I always ask questions. I always ask questions. You know, in TA, we cover that very beautifully. Someday, when I'm doing it here in Bombay, I'll have you invited. In TA, we create that we call that process activating adult. Yes,
0: by asking can you throw questions. more light on TA? Because many of the listeners may not know exactly what this transaction
1: analysis is. TA is a subject which talks about uh, ego state of human beings, which are of different types. And which is developed right at an early childhood. By this year, by the time you finish seven years, mm-hmm. your ego states are developed. These are primarily parent, adult, and child. Parent, parent has two ego states, sub ego states. Uh, it's called critical parent, nurturing parent. Adult, it's adult only. And the child has three elements, which is called natural child, little professor, and adaptive child. All these ego states are developed. Uh, just to give you one idea, like adaptive child is very high in India, very high, I'm saying average very high in India, very high, even higher in Africa, but not so high in US. Okay. When I did it in US, it was not very high because there the society is very open and they encourage people to think and do what they deem fit. They only give them the option if somebody wants to move into soccer mm-hmm. the dad would ask him or mother would ask okay why do you want to become because i love it mm-hmm. and and how would you learn it you know they don't come in the way whereas indian society and i love indian society is we are told i i want to have two doc- doctors in my family i want to have two engineers in my family irrespective of the fact that you know a guy like mm-hmm. me engineer doctor no way
0: Mm-hmm-hmm. You know, I mean, even heart, before the child is born, they start saying, "Parents."
1: Her parents start saying, "This will be your doctor." You mm-hmm.
0: know,
1: uh, as far as I'm concerned, you ask me, "What do I love?" Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I love to sing. I love to write poetry. Mm-hmm. I develop bonsais. I do graphology. I love conducting, designing, and conducting training programs. Anything else but studies.
0: Mm-hmm. Studies
1: I had to do. I was lucky. Got through a very good college, and I am thankful to XLRI for helping me what I am today. I am indebted to that particular college. But then, that's what I am. Imagine if I was made a doctor or an engineer, I wouldn't have enjoyed it. I yeah, wouldn't yeah, have enjoyed. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It. I know this when you don't stop your urges, inner urges, you can do miracles. Uh, I remember I went to in nineteen ninety six March. I flew to Africa. I was selected for a job there. So I wanted to see the country. I mm-hmm. wanted to interact with the board members. I wanted to see what do they manufacture. When I did the program, I was told that I said, what programs will you be doing? I said, I would do this program. I did a program on triggering right brain. And they said, how much it will take? How much time? It will take, it'll take three days. You mm-hmm. see, three days. Oh my God, we don't have that kind of time. Mm. Then I said, uh, if you give me those participants, And if they themselves want to attend for 3 days, would you have a problem? The chairman said, who is a very good friend of mine now, he said, I will have no problem if they want to. And trust me, we started the session on day Mm 1, and by the time 12, uh, it was 12 o'clock, 2 hours before lunch, you know, they made a phone call, you know, we cannot leave this program, and we did it for 3 days. Not that it stopped there, when I came back from there, on the flight, Mm -hmm. I was so happy. I had a couple of uh, uh, scotch and I was looking at it and then uh, 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 an air hostess walked in and she said, what would you like to drink, sir? So I said, "Uh, I would like to have black label if you have. She said, no, economy passengers, we don't give black label. And she smiled so beautifully. Forget about the gender part. The smile was a million dollar smile. I wrote, then and there, I wrote a poetry. I was not a poet before that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a different thing that my wife still complains about it. <laughs> that You wrote first poetry at some stranger. I said, you know, it happened and I wrote. I wrote. So that's what happens to you if you pursue what you love to do.
0: And, and was that after effect of that uh, beautiful training session? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and effect was that I got an assignment, I got a job there. I worked for 12 long years. The company went on to become from $30 million a company and $300 million company. It became in in less than 12 years. And trust me, I'm not talking about acquisition, mergers, nothing. The same apple to apple comparison. They grew fantastically, they grew.
0: Amazing. And what difficulties
1: are. So, this is what we do. PMS is another tool that I have which helps people. Recently, I did it for completed my 5 years, stint for, with a very, very professionally managed nutraceutical company. I won't mention the name for obvious reasons. And um, I, after five years, uh, we uh, closed it and they have moved from X to almost uh, uh,
0: four times in five years. Almost four times. Amazing, amazing. And you know, as as you mentioned, uh, Mm. the inward journey is extremely important, you understand yourself, your ego is a good state but many of the people do that mistake where they focus on things outside like learning new skill, learning some new knowledge and thinking that you know just by learning something new, like a new skill, new knowledge, they will change, something will change and they will walk on the path which they want to walk but people forget about the attitude part and because There is very less awareness, especially uh, the exposure in India, which I have seen myself, about how do you work on yourself. So, if someone is interested to know more about TA, do you conduct anything online? Anybody can get in touch with you because you know the viewers of this podcast is international. Uh, So, are you planning to do something online in future where people can get to know more about it? You have
1: motivated me. You have motivated me to come online. I've never tried.
0: hello hello makes the difference
1: I think and I lost
0: it, you just for a few, for a few seconds can you repeat yourself please uh,
1: uh, what was your question if you can help me you, you said
0: I motivated you to go online
1: yeah, you are the person who's motivated me to go online because I definitely believe that online cannot really replace person to person contact mm-hmm. and TA is a program mm-hmm which is a uh, which is a sensitivity program you get to know about yourself you talk about you think about childhood think about good and bad and ugly memories and then you you come out with your own understanding so online one to one ta can be done one to five also can be done but i would give better results if ta is done face to face but yes we can give it a try if we get about 10 people 7 people we can give it a try and you can be a, one of the participants there but would it be possible for them how long can they sit together uh,
0: for uh, one online session hmm. so online is a is, is a i'm not say sure it's a different ball game but what's happening is with the advent of technology okay i see everybody is going online route now and hmm. especially uh, what's happening is see people are learning new things people are advancing their knowledge is increasing especially when we talk about trainers consultants so the reason people are doing online things because it's a one time effort where you you know record yourself you put down uh, your knowledge your skills in a course online uh, but then again depends on what kind of uh, what kind of breakthrough you want to have with your audience depend the time and the format on that as mm. you mentioned that you know this is something which is a very sensitive topic and you would like to do it live, so it's a bit. It's it depends on case to case basis as to What kind of breakthrough you it, want to do? Uh,
1: it's not uh, really sensitive in the sense sensitive, but if I have to trigger your emotion, I have to be one to one with you, on phone, or person to person. As you like were talking on Zoom, uh, as you were talking, I was also thinking of solutions. I think <laughs> it is possible. I will okay. have to think of uh, tweaking it in some places. And with a very clear understanding that all those who attend they would have one to one session also with me for uh, for say half an hour, one hour on, on on six or seven occasions wherein they would like to talk about it.
0: Great, like I think talk about it. We can have a lengthy discussion after this podcast. Yes, but yes just in between much. i'll I'll put myself my own shameless plug here. So mm. guys, if you want to shift from offline to online, I do trainings to people. I teach people as to how to do that. I help people to set up the online funnels, the Zoom meetings, the systems, processes, everything which needs to happen so that you can get your students online and you put it on automated mode. putting my own marketing plug here in the podcast. Thank you so much. Let's move ahead. No, but you're good. You're good, Ankit. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you so much. Go ahead. You know, I I remember that. So we have interacted a lot. uh, Yes. at times and you have shared stories with us and uh, I remember one of the stories where you were sharing uh, Mm -hmm. and I know now you live in a like you live in Mumbai, you live in a big flat you have all the BMWs and Mercedes and everything but I I remember you sharing a story when I was going through a struggle and you just said on the phone saying that Ankit you know there was a time when you lived in one BHK house where you didn't have any furniture and you and your wife, you were struggling to make ends meet. So, how? what is the journey from there to here? Can you put it in a few words?
1: Uh, it was, yeah, one VHK was there. We didn't have money to buy furniture. So, we slept on the fourth floor for about three months uh, with one uh, fan, rotating fan. But that was wonderful. She was all along with me. And she has been my strength. She's my life. So, so I have. From I, there I, to here. I,
0: What's the journey? I want to I want to know about
1: the journey. What, what happened? I, see, I, I kept working and my wife never interfered with my work. She does complain fondly some once in a while, that you didn't do this, didn't do that. But we've seen the world. We've virtually gone to every possible places. Every year we take two holidays. So those things are there. But then work was always on. Self-improvement was always on learning practicing was always on what so
0: success I, when, mantra sorry I interrupted you here
1: let me let me share something with you so that you understand uh, you know by the way can I can I share with you when and how did I uh, come up with my company Scanhome? please please go ahead see I when I was i, I worked for a two two year period in dubai in uh, 80 to 80, uh, 80 to 81 end. Sorry, 79 to 80. Yes, uh, 79 to 80. Am I right? Yes, 80. Yeah, October 79 to 81. And I came back on the 1st of January of next year. And in Dubai, I I said I have to start a company. That was in 90. I'm sorry, I gave you the wrong years. It was actually 88, 89 and 90 I came back. 90, 1st January 90, I came back from Dubai. And I was, all along, I wanted to start my company. First, I am the first uh, and the only person who started a business in my whole family, you go decades back also. So I had coined the name then, then. And, And imagine I have floated this company in 2012. Uh, the inception yeah. was
0: there for a very long time. Very, very long
1: time, it was so there. And when I was in Africa for about 14th year, I looked at the mirror and said, what am I doing? What's my passion now? I said, I must start my company. And a very flourishing job, doing very well. I went to the chairman and I said, look, I would like to go back. He said, why? You can start your company from here also, and you continue to work with us. I said, no. When you take care of baby, you take care of baby full-time. And I came back and started this company. Now, what was the question that you asked? Say
0: Success it again, mantra. I'm sorry.
1: Success Mantra, I, I feel, you know, basically, instead of telling you uh, conceptual story, I'll tell you what I do. And you can pick it up from there. See, you must be fearless. You must not worry about the outcome. Must do what you want to do. Be humble, polite, respectful to people. Be open to understanding, especially the differing perspective. Ask questions, develop an ability to ask questions rather than giving solutions. Uh, Empathetic, uh, genuineness, genuineness, these are the things if you have, your success will be. Qualification is a now essential prerequisite. You don't have qualification, you don't stand in the queue at all, you have to, and we all in India we have, you are very highly educated, most of us, fortunate ones I suppose, but then uh, these are the things that you must have, that are you genuine, do, do you have the courage and conviction, are you worried about failures,
0: no you should but, not but many people it. are worried about failure
1: they are worried about it like if you go into TA then i'll tell you why you will fear if i i can exactly tell you where why you will fear so if anybody wants to come he wants to do a coaching session with me then i make sure i have a long chat with them because in coaching going coming to coaching is the success rate is very very low i don't know what's your i'm not talking about giving inputs to people, which they accept and understand. I'm talking about transformational changes. There was this guy working as a director uh, operations for a multinational company. And uh, he came for master coaching session with me. And uh, he was sent by the company CEO. So anybody, anywhere where the company selects you, you become wary of such initiatives. So first thing he asked me, he, why am I, are they planning to remove me, I said no nothing of that sort, your CEO is very progressive, very nice guy, and he want, he feels that you are potentially very high, whereas you are not utilizing your potential as much as you should be, he said then I am game, I did coaching for about uh, 10 months with him, 11 months to be precise, today he has been promoted as Head of a particular function worldwide, and he shifted to Ireland with his family. He came last month. He came to meet me. All the way he he was here in India for a holiday. He came and met me. He he said that you changed my life. I said no, I have not. I only facilitated. You were the if you were the one. If I am doing and my inputs can create such magic, then my success rate would have been higher. 90%, 95%, which is not what it is. See, I do here and without any aspersions to anybody else. People write life coach. People write, I'm this coach and that coach. If you ask me, I said, I am a facilitator. I do coaching session. You know, another interesting thing, another uh, multinational company, when I was doing a program for them in Bangalore uh, recently, about uh, three years back, uh, this head of IT, the person came and the person said, that, would you help me, I said why not, and two years our session is on, even, even now, now of course we talk once every one month or two months, but she's a different person altogether, I'm sorry, I didn't want to say she, but she's a very different person, very different person, and what a capable and intelligent uh, person she is, God bless her, very good, now I can't take credit for this, I can only feel happy about it, pat my back, and say, God bless you, Antesh.
0: Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for mentioning that, sir. You know, you have uh, interacted with so many people, you have so much experience. Now, I want you to give some secret sauce uh, to the viewers here some kind of uh, uh, secret sauce on how to increase the performance, how to increase the productivity uh, for them
1: self or a group of people. Self, see basically, uh, uh, I'm not going to talk about time management, I'm not going to talk about anything. It's just that I believe that, see for example, if you're a very normative guy in terms of TA, then you will follow norms and whatever norms expect, you will do that. You can exceed that 5-10%, but this nutraceutical company that I talked about, they didn't talk about norms. They said, "What is it that you want? We will help you." And we grew exponentially. A turnover of a turnover of X in export has gone five times more. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. in just five years, so you can imagine. So individual productivity is a, a result of self-motivation, consistency, and a deep belief that it is possible. What would have happened to me? if I had not decided to go ahead and practice for a month in Cricket, I would have played Hoenton bari Trophy for 4 years. What would have happened to me if that day when that friend of mine came and he said, I have to do a program in a paint company, I would have been a trainer. Really? What would have happened to me when in that company in new, uh, uh, on, on that new Bombay Road, which is still very much there, uh, everybody disagreed. Everybody said, it's going to be a long, long uh, strike. I said, 10 days. I must have been out of my mind. I must have been stupid. But God was with me. He did that. We achieved it also. In fact, I spoke to the chairman's son a couple of months back and he's looking forward to meet me. He said, Amazing. you still remember us? I said, of course. Of course I remember. Very you have,
0: you have been very courageous in your communication. But there are people, you know, I can count myself in. Where, uh, you know, I coming from a very Hindi medium background and being in a place where everybody speaks in English, I had that transactional time uh, of overcoming, overcoming my uh, inhibitions and uh, fear of failures to become a little more courageous and come out and become what I am today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you, you, for that. You know, you have been there in my journey to help out whenever I had any doubt, I communicated to you. Now. For the viewers here, any one piece of advice for them who want to become successful as a trainer or as a coach or as a consultant or as an advisor?
1: Believe in yourself. Be very clear about what you want. And if your conscience says you should please work on it wholeheartedly, don't worry about success and failure. It will come. It will come. Success will come
0: amazing amazing so this is the consistent advice which you have mentioned which is uh, believe in yourself and Mm -hmm. even when you started you said uh, even when you had you were starting your journey one thing which was very clear and which was your strength was your own self belief
1: and uh, you
0: have done lot of TA sessions and you have helped overcome people any suggestion here for the audience how to increase the self belief on them
1: and that's a huge subject. I think I'll take longer time to respond to that. But as far as I'm any one piece of I, advice
0: which they can okay, follow, I, uh,
1: I'll tell you one thing. I have uh, uh, written my mission statement to facilitate, help, add value to people's lives. And in this process, if anybody gives me a call and wants to talk to me, I will definitely respond to them. So you can share my email, whoever wishes
0: to. Okay, talk okay. To me so and anybody
1: to
0: Amazing, thank you so anybody who is listening here i will share a link uh, below when you click yes. on that link uh, you will reach my inbox where ask me Antesh serves the email address and i will give it to you i will not leave it there because i don't want to spam it no. but uh, send me a message one to one you will find a link uh, mm. and just uh, check with me i will share the email address so you can uh, have a chat with Amtesh. i always so very
1: i always strongly believe that if you want to sing a song, sing a song to a few who are interested in listening to you. Don't wow. sing a song to masses. So wow. it was lovely talking to you too, Ankit.
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm not done with your questions.
1: I okay, hope I can ahead, take a few
0: more times. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, what has been your biggest challenge as a success as a trainer or a coach?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Let me respond to that. See. In MBTI terms, I am an NT. Uh, Now that will be another subject by itself. NTs are very pragmatic, and I am an NT, very pragmatic. And they call a spade a spade. They uh, they are not uh, what do you call it arrogant, but they would land up because the clarity of thought is so much, so well that they would land up uh, giving you an impression that they are inflexible and they think no end of themselves mm-hmm. that was the biggest difficulty i faced in my life my some people and some and not everybody uh, they are interested in which they measure their being good uh, with the monies that they have made or with the hierarchy that uh, they have jumped in terms mm-hmm. of climbing uh, so therefore uh, that was the biggest success and i always i have uh, always told that especially to those entities that please, even if you have clarity of thought, bring in a bit of tentativeness in your thought process. Mm -hmm. Ask questions, seek validation, that will help you come across as not a very arrogant person. People always thought that, even in this conversation, somebody must have thought, I'm not arrogant at all, but I'm very clear about what I'm doing. But if tomorrow somebody comes and tells me, do it that way, you are the one who said online, and I'm here talking yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, You know, <laughs> you know. I, I, I said I'll get back to you. You asked me this a year back, am I right?
0: Yeah.
1: And I said I will get back to you after a year, and we are here talking. So, yes. I'm open to it. I'm open to it. Even for online, I'm doing it for the first time. Even I'm doing performance management, progress reviews, and appraisals for Amazing. for uh, for for a company in Bombay. I'm doing it uh, online because we can't go out, we have no choice. I said, why do I stick to what I think is right? Why don't I try something else? And now that I'm doing online, my mind is already working. How do I make it more intense? How do I pull them towards you? You gave another food of thought for me that can we not do TA uh, online? Yes, we can do it. I've been talking, I've been simultaneously thinking, what would I do? And my answer, I got an answer that yes, we'll do it online and then we'll have one-to-one session for those specific issues. And then again, we will come online and complete in about six to 10 sessions, uh, the entire course.
0: Amazing. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. In fact, you know, uh, just to mention it here, I see so many people because, you know, I keep interacting with people who want to launch their business online. Mm. I keep interacting with so many people and there are people who are just scared to come online. They say, you know, it is not for us how will you manage, how will you do this, how will you do that and look here you know Mr. Antesh, he's an inspiration even at this age where a lot of people they actually just retire he's thinking of okay what can I do next and even while in this discussion he's mentioning that okay his mind is actually thinking forward and this is what is needed you know to move ahead in life because today there is technology tomorrow there can be something else you have to think about new things and make it more useful for you rather than you know getting scared of things which are there you know, I have taken a lot of your time uh, I did pause the recording in between and we had a chat so it's not just one hour it actually extended a lot more and I thank you for all of your time uh, I'll not go more beyond that because I had taken one hour appointment with you any more thoughts any last thoughts which you would like to share with the viewers before we end the session
1: you talked about those entrepreneurs who are with you in touch with you yes uh, I believe that uh, there are three stages in your being entrepreneur. You are entrepreneurial, you started the business. So you will be everybody of that organization. Except for a couple of people who are doing a very routine work down the line. That time, you will be the finance accountant, you will be the sales manager, you will be production head, you will be distribution in charge, everything you will do. From there, they move on to the reactive stage, if the company does well. Because you have gotten into the habit of putting your hand in the pocket and looking at who you have to collect your money from, who you have to write mails to, etc cetera, etc. Cetera. you then move into reactive stage because business has grown up you are gotten into the habit of managing it by yourself. So what do you do? So what you do is you start keeping more and more details you tend to manage you hire more people they work as an extension or to your uh, hands that you you have, but they continue to function according to your instruction. You still are the main middle person. Yeah, main. You are the main pivotal yeah. role is yours, and the third stage 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 comes. Uh, you know, planning when you strategize and plan, and then you move business into a different direction. In this particular case, the researchers have shown that people stay in a reactive stage. Entrepreneurial, there's nothing you can do about it. You cannot afford to hire more people, spend more money, I understand. But even when they start earning, they do not move from, and reactive, it's not in their hand. They do not move from reactive to planning. And that's where the degrowth of the organization comes. So my suggestion to them would be think about it. Mm -hmm. Don't think about it. How much money are you making? Money is a byproduct. You will make. More money. Think about what can you do to ensure that you sustain for a longer period, and you leave a legacy. You know, like in seven habits, we say: uh, live, love, learn, and leave a legacy. Live, learn, love, and leave a legacy. Amazing. Leave a legacy. When you when you live, you live. Look at qualitative aspects of your living. When you learn, are you learning? I don't know. The moment they you move to a stage of entrepreneur, your learning stops to only those essential things that you have to lo- uh, learn, like changes in the finance, you know, changes in the rules and regulations. But collectively adding value to self, does it happen? I'm not sure. Learn, love, love. You remember when you were a kid, you would love anybody. You would learn as uncle. Uncle will give me a kiss here. You'll give a kiss there. Then as you grow up, you become very selective in love.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. You become very, very selective. And when you become (laughs) very selective in love, you are narrowing your impact of love only to those few people. You know, and then comes leave a legacy. What are you living for? When you when you when you leave this world, which all of us have to, are you going to leave any property, cars, you know, jewelries, you know, monies in the bank? Or, you're going to leave a legacy for your kids to carry on from there. What legacy are you going to leave? Work on that. Therefore, I said, look, both my sons, one is an HR guy working in Nairobi, um, and the other one is a sales guy, but they don't want to get into the business. So I said, I will look for six or seven people. I will definitely not do it free of cost, because anything that comes free of cost has no value. So therefore, it has to be paid, but I will hand over all my modules to them in two to three years' time. So that at least I'll feel happy that whoever held my hand and is not there anymore, I should say thank you to them by doing this.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much, sir. And uh, as I said uh, to everyone you know who want to get in touch with uh, Antesh sir what I'll do is apart from leaving the link where you can get his email address, I will also leave leave his, uh, are you more active on LinkedIn? I am active on LinkedIn yes very much. So I will leave his LinkedIn profile, you can go on his LinkedIn profile and send him a message on one to one basis. Is that okay with you? Is that okay but do tell them to write the reference of this meeting okay so guys if you're uh, reaching out to him remember he is a very busy person he keeps traveling now because of lockdown even though he is at home he still have a lot of training sessions and he's also managing his own company so do make a do send a proper message referring this uh, here and he as he said uh, he first of all you know he is uh, offering uh, hand holding to few of the person but very selective few people if you're interested for that send him a message on that and he can help you with that Or the second thing which he said, if you are a person who's struggling in life to become successful, just interact with him and see if, uh, uh, you know, you can talk to him and he will help you out on that also. He can talk to you and give you a coaching session. Thank you so much uh, for this uh, 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 podcast, for this training, uh, for sharing your thoughts on this uh, meeting. Uh, Okay, so we'll end the recording now and I'll be putting it on online soon. I, I love interacting with you too. Yeah. It. God bless and
1: do well. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye.